Hi, I'm Dr. Barbara <laughs> Becker Holstein. I am oops, touching the things here in this made uh, laboratory <laughs> of technology in my own home. Um, if the Channel 2 can do it with all their reporters and journalists, I think that uh, I can do it too. So here we are, and I am presenting on this show another visionary. I'm going to introduce Sarah Potter in just a minute, but first I want to just mention to you the idea of a visionary person. What is a visionary person? A visionary person is somebody who's able to think out of the box, who is resilient enough to try new things, particularly things that really line up with her own intuitive powers and her own intelligence, her own capacities, so that when she fulfills her role as a visionary, it's almost like watching a beautiful ice skater on the ice. It's just so lovely and it can look easy, but it usually isn't. It has behind it all the self-understanding and the education and the growth that a visionary needs to do. And I'm particularly excited to introduce tonight Sarah Potter, who is an unusual visionary from my standpoint. Um, I see myself somewhat out of the box as a psychologist and a filmmaker and an author, but Sarah Potter is really out of the box, combining all sorts of things. So I'm going to just read you a little bit about Sarah, and then um, we'll be talking back and forth. Sarah Potter, Potter is a professional witch, tarot reader, and practitioner of color magic, a means of using specific hues of the rainbow to conjure different energies and manifest personal transformation. Working with both private and corporate clients, Sarah has shared the magic of color and tarot with thousands of clients over the years to promote self-empowerment, problem-solving, and amplified intuitive skills through lectures, workshops, retreats, and one-on-one -on -one services. I know she's available to some extent for new clients, and Sarah can mention that as we finish up. And uh, her endeavors have been shown and featured in several magazines and I'm sure many other places. Um, so without further ado, hi, Sarah. Hi, thank you for yes. having me. It's great for you to be here with me. I am very excited, of course, I know your mother and your grandmother, both uh, in psychological, both well, well-known psychologists, but it's fascinating to see you as taking the, some of the psychological parts of perhaps your childhood and your destiny and merging them beyond that. And, um, what were some of the influences on you that led to, to you having such an unusual creative way of helping people? And feel free to put it, you know, tell a story, anything, because people love to hear the real stuff about a person. 
Cool. I like the real stuff too. Um, I just have had a lifelong obsession with color. Like I've just always really enjoyed color. Um, I really started expressing myself with color at a very early age, like through, I was like an early adapter of makeup, like probably like before it was super appropriate, whatever appropriate means. And like picking colors for my nails based on how I felt and dyeing my hair, different colors. And, um, you know, I went to art school and then I went to business school and, um, actually that was flipped. I went to business school and then I went to art school, but, um, and, in business school, especially my marketing classes, we would talk about color and how color made people feel and how color could influence people. And I thought that was really interesting. And I started thinking about my memories tied to color and how colors made me feel in different times of my life or in different situations and how those associations changed based on the experiences I had had. And then moving to art school and taking color theory classes and work looking at color the way different colors paired with each other affected the overall meaning and mixing it with all of this marketing knowledge and as well as my own experiences. And I just thought about like, this is amazing. This is fascinating. And is everyone thinking about color like this and how, okay. So if other people can use color to make us feel a certain way, then why can't we use color to make ourselves feel a certain way? and kind of take control over that and use it for a positive impact. And I just honestly started doing it with myself and especially with like dyeing my hair different colors or wearing different colors in different situations. And I collect every book on color theory that I can find and um, color resonances. And I love collecting ones, especially from the seventies from that really like new age period mm-hmm. and the way people were using color in a healing modality um, and the medicine of color and then applying it to a more modern situation now. And I just love it. So I feel like if I could change my whole life through a study of color and through a practice of color, then I want to help other people do that as well, because it's an accessible modality. It's something we all understand. It's not highly esoteric or highly um, abstract. It's something that we're all working with from children. And I think that's really wonderful. I wanted to ask a question. Do you think that different colors are actually uh, giving off different levels of energy, um, you know, at some very deep level that we don't really understand yet as humans? Or are you taking it more, not superficially, but just, I love this color, so go for it? No, I think every color holds a vibrational energy. Yeah. So depending on where it falls on the spectrum, depends on how high that vibration is. And we pick up on that in a sensory way. And it's just thinking about two color impacts us in a way that um, on our subconscious, or if you think about like those really bright tree frogs and how they're very colorful to let 
other animals know like I'm poisonous, I'm dangerous, stay away from me. <laughs> Very much in the same way. Yes. Okay? We use certain really bright colors to let us know about danger, like a red or an orange or a caution kind of situation. We're already responding to colors through our subconscious. So how would you suggest somebody maybe during the pandemic now just gives themselves a little treat that might up their whole energetic system a bit just by a little color exercise, let's say. Could you share something? Absolutely, I would love to. So I feel like right now we need a lot of relaxation and calm. And those are a lot of the cooler colors on the spectrum. So anything from green, blue, or purple. And something I really like to do is to close my eyes and do a visualization exercise where you imagine a cloud of the color around you and you breathe it in deeply through your nose. Oops. <laughs> so relaxing. You breathe it in through your nose. You imagine sending that color swirling through your whole system and then you breathe it out through your mouth. And it's a great way to mm. color. The, the color I'm choosing mm -hmm. is pretty much this color of these earrings, these paper earrings. Oh, I love I, that. I've been wearing them almost continuously since I've been pretty much uh, working out of the office in my home because this color seems to be exactly what I need. It's like almost drinking orange juice or something. Yeah. They're looking like a yellow to me from the screen. Yes. The yellow. Yes. I find, I'm finding with a lot of clients, they're really reaching for yellow right now. And that's really like, think about the energy of the sun and how invigorating and refreshing and comforting the warmth the sun can be. Like this is a color that's uplifting, but it also is clarifying. And a lot of us are seeking clarity right now as well. Yes, yes, that's for sure. Your intuition is right on target. Yeah, and I like to combine it. This uh, jersey has some bluish, uh, a type of teal blue, but many shades of blue seem to be appealing to me to go with this. I love that. So That makes sense. Blue and yellow yeah. really well together because the blue has that calming effect which and brings truth, and then yellow has that sunny uplifting, mm -hmm. but also clarifying. Yeah. That's a great pair. Well, I'll just tell you one more thing and we'll go on to the next question. Um, since I've been housebound, I suddenly saw on uh, Amazon a purple carpet sweeper. But first, all I, uh, before I even saw it, I wanted it. I was thinking, I want a carpet sweeper like my grandmother had. Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like I wanted that old-fashioned carpet sweeper. And then I saw guess what? Fuller Brush now has a purple carpet sweeper. And I bought it. And I love it. It's like better than my any uh, so many things in my house. It's so strange. You know, it's just like, maybe because it does clean up and all sorts of things now that I'm discussing it that tie into it. Yeah, you know, like purification. That's wonderful. Yes. So. I think it's good to bring colors to home. I know. You're spending so much time at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, 
is there a story or two that really helps us understand how your life was shaped, either a mentor or something that happened to you in childhood, anything that really is part of you or an aha moment you had? And we'd love to hear more about yourself. So um, I also, I work as a psychic medium and I visit a psychic every year on my birthday since I became an adult. And I think it's a wonderful way to start your own new year is with some clarity and insight into your current situation as well as what's ahead. And I always really look forward to that time with my medium. And I, a few years ago, I was making a lot of shifts in my life and realizing like paths that weren't working out and really desiring a change, but not feeling quite ready. There's a lot of fear attached to change. And a dear friend of mine offered me a tarot reading that was truly illuminating and really changed my life. And um, she said things that there was no way she could have known, even as a friend of mine. And, you know, I've, I've been using tarot cards since I was 12 years old, mm. but, and I pull cards for myself every day, but I don't really give myself intense readings like that. But when I feel called to, I do seek them. And she basically was like, why are you avoiding your destiny? Why are you saying no to something that you really should be saying yes to? And this is what you're here to do. And as soon as you embrace that, these problems you're facing are going to go away. And all these worries and anxieties, they're, they're going to melt away. You just have to be brave and take this next step and think about what you're scared of. And I, I, I wish I could say that the next day I like opened up my tarot business and was like, here I am, world. It took me... I would say probably a good like four or five months still, but I mean, nothing's easy. I think everything takes hard work, but it was true. Everything came into place once I accepted it and put myself out there. And my business has been wonderful and it, it's just been really amazing. And I wonder if I had had, if I hadn't had that reading with her, I don't know that I would have, I think I'd still be here doing what I do, but it was truly at that time. It was the moment. So that reading means so much to me. And um, there is like, usually when you're setting the table for a reading, there's a special cloth you put down and she gifted me her cloth when I really was started my now like the cloth that was there for that reading comes with me to all of my clients and to my studio and to all of the events and so i always think about where it all started with that whenever i'm with any of my clients and what it's like to be on the other side of the table it's beautiful it reminds me of, of where i got to as a psychologist but with not nearly as a sort of romantic a story, so to speak. But in terms of the enchanted self, what I try to do in my clients is have them 
get in touch with their strengths, their talents, and their latent or un undeveloped potential really in touch through visualization and memories and all sorts of things. Because I believe if you get in touch, you will have the capacity to pull the energy sources forward from inside yourself to live up to your purpose in life. You know, so and so it's it's similar, but it's coming from a more cognitive point of arousing, you know, the person's imagination. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. That's and um, it's fascinating. There's more. Well, of course, we know there are many roads to Rome. You know, we can we need the different style of different professionals, too. You yeah. know, yeah. Do you still go to your uh, reader once a year on your birthday? So I do when I can. She doesn't like I've been with her for so long that um, I and she's a quite a bit older now and mm -hmm. um her health is a little in and mm -hmm. out so i see her as much as i can but now i also i get an aura photograph every year on my birthday so i oh. like something that's really fun and magical and kind of what i love about that is to see have a visual representation of where my energy is and so I always do that if I can't see her. Do you go to a professional who does that? Yeah, I go to Magic Jewelry in Chinatown. Oh, wow. Wonderful. Yeah. That sounds pretty fascinating. Really uh, great. I once went to see a rabbi for a blessing, and he said to me, do you see auras? Or he said, I think you, you see auras, don't you? Or something like that. And... Um, I really don't think I clearly do, but I think maybe what he was picking up on is that I do feel the energy impact of people very clearly. That makes you know? sense, yeah. But uh, I've never had my aura picture. You know, I don't have the picture. Oh, I'll no. take you. We'll meet. Okay, that sounds like fun. Go get them. It's really great. And it's yeah. fun to have like a visual map of your progress. Wow. Like, this is what I was feeling, or this is what I was working on, or this is what was haunting me at the time. Yes. Now this is where I am. And just to see that transition in almost a rainbow is just a really, I think, a lovely experience and a way to see growth and transition uh -huh. and transformation uh -huh. in way. Uh, um, one of my, I don't have this question written down, but it came to me, so I'm going to ask it with the next one. Uh, I'm going to ask you, what are you most focused on in your career now? But also, why do you call yourself a witch when I see what you're doing as extensions of energetic work? You know, I'm trying to put that together. Yeah. Well, um, I am a practicing witch. I'm in a coven here in New York. Uh, okay. I celebrate the... Uh, holidays of the wheel and uh -huh. with nature and energy. And I think that there's, you know, there's a lot that overlaps there. Uh -huh. I do work with clients with spell work and I feel like that can go hand in hand with intention setting. Uh -huh. yeah. And what, what are you focused on most in your career now? 
And do you have an interesting story from, say, the very past year about a client or something that happened? Yeah. So right now, I'm always working with tarot and helping clients build their intuitive skills through tarot and doing readings. But right now, I'm also incredibly focused on making color magic more accessible because it's such an impactful modality. And like we were talking about earlier, I just love that it's so accessible. Like color is something that we are working with and experiencing from very early ages. And as we talked about with the meditation, the visualizations, you don't need anything else except your being and your imagination to feel its effects. So bringing it into the home and into our everyday and really being purposeful and intentional with color, thinking about the colors we adorn ourselves with, our decor, uh, the food we eat, everything can impact us very intentionally and consciously and being aware, I think is so important. So I have my new website launching and it's with that, I'm having a lot more of these services to bring the magic of color. Oh, that's great. What's the yeah. name of your website while we're at it? So yeah. make sure we mention it. No, it's IamSarahPotter.com. Well, that's nice and easy to remember. I like that. You know, I think during the pandemic, to help people to feel, and the kids too, to feel entitled to be uplifted and to feel that one way through it is through choice of color, even with a box of crayons, can be very, very healthy right now. I love that. I think it's you know? so true. Yeah, and I think it is something we can do as a family. You know, it's mm -hmm. something that can involve everyone. That's right. Uh, I want to make sure, let's just see something important I want to ask you. Where do you see your... Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I know. I love that question. I, um, to be honest, like I am living like truly my dream life. Like I am very excited to wake up every morning and get out of bed and to work and to work with my clients and to write and to fully be immersed in the magic of color. And, you know, every, if you had asked me 10 years ago where I would be right now, I could not have imagined this. I could not imagine living in Manhattan, being a witch, like playing with color, being magical as a job is just beyond my dreams. And so I feel like everything is an evolution. Everything leads us to something else. So truly what I desire in 10 years from now is to still be waking up and getting out of bed and super excited to tackle whatever challenges are in front of me and to really value the people I work with and to feel like magic is for everyone and to bring that out. Yes. yes. As well as myself. I believe magic is for everybody. And that's why, uh, when I named the Enchanted Self, um, I picked that name because people have so people have a way of resiliency and rediscovery and finding ways to make the best of their lives and all sorts of ecstatic moments that you can't really just interview them and go into their past and find, well, this happened or that happened or didn't happen. There is a magic in the integration of the way we become ourselves 
And you really represent that. You really have taken the road toward finding the core yourself. Sarah, is there um, anything else that you would really like to share about your work um, during this visionary interview? Something I might not even be thinking about. Let's see, well, I realized I, I, um, I was going to share a client story. And so um, something that I really love is I just love seeing how people are using the magic of color. And I love getting messages online about people who maybe either have taken one of my lectures, um, like who have attended one of my lectures or taken one of my workshops and how their lives have changed once they started invoking the magic of color or we started working together and just seeing like these big, dramatic, impactful changes. It's so exciting because it feels like, like, Oh, it's just color, but it color is so powerful. And I had one really magical week where I, four different times, uh, women came up to me, they recognized me and said that, they had started using color magic before they went on dates. So this is in one week. And there was one time I was in the East Village. One time I was on Long Island. I was in Brooklyn. I was just all over. And somehow um, I was in the right place at the right time. And these women would come up and they'd stop me and they would show me their nails and say like, I had just gone on a first date with this guy. And um, or another one was on her way to the date. And I painted my nails this color because this is what I want to invoke. And this is what I'm putting out there. And they were just so excited. And this was part of their getting ready routine and part of them feeling like their best selves and part of them amplifying their own power and magic for these dates. And it was just so exciting. And then each time they said that seeing me was like, part of the like, okay, I'm even more excited and this feels right. And this is what I'm going to do. And it was so great to have that moment with them and to feel their excitement and share in that. And yeah, I just feel like the magic of color is real and to see the way yeah. you know, I know it works for me, but then to see it over and over again for other people, it's just wonderful. It's just the best feeling. Yeah. I think everyone yeah, should be reminded a, a yeah. exciting week that you had and for these women too and I think that uh, it'll be wonderful if we can leave people with the encouragement to look inside and outside of themselves and figure out what colors they need every day and try to go for some of that I love that right. so I basically I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just think we all need to be reminded of our own agency and our own power and that we have, you know, we have the right to go after what we desire and we can make anything happen. Well, that's a very good message to leave people with, particularly during the pandemic. And uh, you are truly a visionary and I wish you great fortune in all sorts of directions, bringing harmony and development to so many people who will come into your life. And um, 
quickly tell us how people can find you, and then we're going to have to sign off for this time. I look forward to meeting you colorfully in the future. I look forward to meeting you too, Barbara, and thank you for having me. Uh, you can find me online at I am Sarah Potter, Sarah with an H. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. And I always check all of my direct messages. So feel free to send me a message there. You can connect my email. And then my website will be launching very soon. And that's IamSarahPotter.com. And I'd love to stay in touch. I'd love to hear how color's already impacting you. And then we can figure out how to further that magic together. Good, great. So this is Dr. Barbara Becker Holstein saying goodbye for now. And you can always find me in all my films and books and materials uh, and the free film I'm trying to get around, which is so uplifting called uh, Truth Change and Still Remain with some beautiful music and the sense of resiliency as we go through the pandemic. So goodbye for now. And my website is enchantedself.com. Bye-bye.